0: I'm
1: making up for lost time. Welcome back to Yesterday today, Day. The show that plays the same old stuff every week. I'm the producer of this show. But, uh, you know, don't spread it around too much. The usual host of the show ain't here yet. So in the meantime, I'd figure I'd kick things off for you. Now, uh... I don't know what those Mooses had planned for the show, so until they get here, I'll keep you entertained. So the baseball season just ended with the Rangers on top, and you might expect them to be a big contender next year too, but the good news is that the plucky New York Metropolitans, the Amazons, they're reloading and they're going to be ready to compete. now. I know the season just ended, and it might be too soon to be predicting next year's playoff teams, but I... Hey, uh, what's going on? Yeah, what's up? Oh, hey there. Don't mind me. I was just getting you fellas started on this week's program. Kick things off with a bang, you know? Well, you being this involved in the
2: show is new.
1: Hey, I'm the producer of this shit and dig, ain't I? (laughs)
2: Hmm, <laughs> well, like I said, you being this involved is new. What's wrong with your voice? That's ah, nothing. I just had a cold earlier this week. I'm still getting over it.
1: Oh, I thought maybe you'd take up the smoking habit.
2: <laughs> nah.
1: Now that's too bad. Maybe you should consider it. Back to the point. Why are you hanging around here? Well, I found myself with a little extra time today. I was planning on going duck hunting with the boy, Sydney. A little further in some, more uh, bonding thing. But wouldn't you know it, the frail boy's immune system just wasn't up to it. Did he get Jake's cold? No, he dropped the piano on his foot while he and Maisie were moving into their house. Oh, well, that's too bad. Uh, did he get hurt much? Oh, no, he'll be fine. Just has a few
2: sore metatarsals. Metatarsals? I know anatomy, what of it? Well, I'm sorry your hunting trip didn't work out. Oh, well, you know, I'd probably still go. I just need to find someone
1: to go with. You fellas know anybody that might possibly be interested in sitting out in a marsh in the freezing cold for a couple of hours?
2: Anyway, on the show today, folks, we have some great old radio to, Say, I've got an idea. Why don't you fellas
1: come out duck hunting with me? it will put a little hair on your chest,
3: make you feel alive. Honestly, I'd be down, but I'm not sure Jake here is going to be up for that with this cold. Are you kidding? The wet, cold November
1: marsh air is just a thing for the boy. It'll clear out his lungs and set him right
2: as rain. Speaking of rain, there's going to be a lot of it, so bring your jackets. Well, I don't know about making my cold better, but it certainly can make it much worse. <clears throat> I'll tag along, but only because it'll go nicely with our theme of the show this week, which is uh, an old, old-fashioned old duck hunt. Uh, duck hunting? Anyway, we have an episode of Fibber McGee, well, a few episodes of Fibber McGee and Molly, their 15-minute series, so hope you enjoy that. We'll be back here in about a, a half hour or so. Gosh, I need a lozenge.
4: Miles Laboratories, makers of Alka-Seltzer, bring you another visit with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Again, we invite you to listen to the transcribed adventures of Fibber, McGee, and Molly. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutton.
5: Ah, boy, oh boy, I can't wait to get started, Molly. Look what a beautiful morning. You got the lunch packed yet?
6: I'm hurrying as fast as I can, McGee. Doc
5: and Herb will be here any minute. Boy, when I think of all them little fat ducks up there at Lake Wapahokie just waiting for me to get there. Hey, you got the lunch packed yet?
6: You take it easy, dearie. If I hadn't spent 35 minutes getting you out of bed, I wouldn't have to rush like this now.
5: Now, I was tired, kiddo. Don't forget I was up half the night taking my shotgun apart and cleaning it.
6: And don't you forget I was the one who put it back together for you. I'm as tired as you are.
5: Hey, be sure and put a lot of mustard on the sandwiches, will you, Molly? Plenty of mustard.
6: Dr. Gamble doesn't like mustard.
5: That's what I mean. Once old fatso gets his grabby little hands in that lunchbox, Herb and I may as well choose up for the wax paper, because that's all that'll be left. Put plenty of mustard on them. Ah, oh, let me see. I got my stuff all ready to go. My pocket full of cigars, chocolate bars. Better get my hat. Hey, Molly, you seen my hat? My hunting hat?
6: Look on your head. Huh? Oh, oh, thanks, kiddo. Well, here's your lunch, sweetheart. Good. I made five sandwiches apiece, and there's apples and bananas. Swell, swell. That'll last us till noon, anyhow. I always get hungry when I start on the trip. We got a 400-mile ride
5: ahead of us, you know.
6: Well, you are equipped, sweetheart. I always go first class. <laughs> This living room's gonna look mighty empty when you get all that junk out of here. If I were you, I'd leave half of it at home.
5: Oh, I can't do that, Molly. There isn't a thing here that I don't need in case something I brought along don't work. <laughs> On trips like this, you gotta be prepared for emergencies, like the pioneers in the old covered wagon days.
6: Now I know why they had those wagons covered. Hmm? They must have been a mess inside.
5: Ooh, 6.30, I wonder what's keeping them guys. I think I'll call Doc and see if... Oh, there they...
6: There, sweetheart. There's the doctor now.
5: Oh, boy, good. Uh, I got my hat and my duck call. Hey,
6: McGee, let's go! Start,
5: uh, start piling me up with this stuff, kiddo. I'm gonna have to make a few trips. All
6: right. Hold still.
5: Uh, hang this lantern over my arm and give me my duffel bag. That's it. I'll take the boots under this arm. There. Drape the raincoat over me and pile the blankets up on my arms here. And you can put the first aid kit under my chin.
6: Hello, Dr. Gamble. Good morning,
5: my dear. I see you're busy getting Junior's gear ready. Where is the little man? In bed?
6: Right here, Doctor, under this pile of equipment.
5: Well, don't just stand there, so Lead me to the door. Well, you'll have to excuse my confusion, McGee, but this is the first time I've ever seen a war surplus store with feet. <laughs> come on, come <laughs> on, funny <laughs> man. Are you sure you'll need all this stuff? We're just going up to Lake Wapahokee. We're not going to open up the west. It's open. <laughs> Which way's the front door?
6: This stuff is getting heavy. Not that way, dearie. You're going into the kitchen. Oh. I'll hold the front door open, Doctor. Lead him out.
5: Yeah, over here, McGee. More to the left. Yeah. That's it.
6: Watch the steps now, sweetheart.
5: Grab some of this stuff, Herb, will you? Yeah, uh, Sure, Fib. Hi, Miss McGee. Here, give me that. Hello, Herb. You've got a pretty day. Yeah, oh, this ought to be a great trip, Miss McGee. I haven't been hunting since I was a kid. But... You guys stuff this stuff of mine in with your stuff, will you? I'll run and get some more stuff. You got room in the trunk for that stuff, Doc? Oh, brother, when this boy travels, he travels.
6: Now here's his raincoat, suntan oil, and mosquito net. I'll take it. There are. Here's some lunch I packed
5: for oh, you. Oh, swell! Thanks, Molly. Yeah, here's the box of groceries, fellas. Help me get it in the trunk, Doc. Right. Give us a hand, Herb. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Looks like we'll eat, boys. Put that axe and shovel in here, and the shells, and my gun. Now, right, well, that's it, fellas. Let's get rolling. Ah, Lake Wapahokee, here we come.
6: Now, please be careful, boys, and have a good time. Yeah,
5: we will. So long, Molly. You take care of yourself, Molly. And we'll bring you a lot of nice ducks,
6: Tootsie. <laughs> I'll miss you. Have fun and be careful.
5: We will. Bye. Lock up good at night. Goodbye, Miss McGee. Goodbye, my dear.
6: Bye, boys. Keep your eye on McGee, Doctor.
5: Ah. Don't you worry, my dear. When that boy has a gun in his hand, we don't take our eyes off him for a minute. <laughs> Bye.
6: <Goodbye. laughs> uh, well, there he goes, bless his little heart. I think I'll call the hardware store and order a popcorn popper.
7: It's going to be mighty quiet around here the next few days. <laughs>
5: How much farther is it to the lake, Doc? Oh, about 50 miles from that last turn-off, Herb. You getting tired? Oh, my neck's a little stiff. Pull up. I'll drive for a while. No, you drove the last hundred. Why don't we wake McGee up? It's his turn. No, don't do that. Let that sleeping dog lie, I always say. Let's not invite trouble. Yeah, but he's been sleeping ever since we left town. You and I have been doing all the driving. Yeah, I know. Isn't it wonderful? Wonderful? Well, it's a little hard to explain, but by the time we start back home, I think you'll understand. You've never been on a hunting trip with McGee, have you? No, I haven't been hunting at all since I was a kid. Well, this will be a fascinating experience for you, my boy. I better brief you a little. Yeah? Like, for instance, if you wake up about midnight with somebody stomping around the cabin, striking matches and rattling dishes, that'll be McGee. He gets hungry. Oh, fine. He always get up to eat? Always. And if you hear a howl around 2 or 3 a.m., sort of like a bobcat with a cut throat, that'll be McGee. After he eats, he has nightmares. Mm. Sounds pretty gruesome. Anything else? Well, there's the bear traps. The what? He's terrified of bears. Didn't you see the bear traps he brought? Oh, you're kidding. No bears in this country? Well, just don't walk around outside in your bare feet till he tells you where the traps are. He changes them around every night to confuse the bears. What bears? That's the craziest thing. I don't know what bears. He's never caught any yet. But those traps can break your leg. What are you stopping for? Are you tired? No. I don't know. I, maybe I ought to bail out here. I, I got a wife and two oh, kids. Oh, take it easy, Herb. I've hunted with them for years. You just have to take a few extra precautions uh, and then... I think you're pulling my leg anyhow, Doc. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> would bring bear traps on a duck hunting trip to this country.
0: <laughs>
5: Where are we? We there? Is this it? No, McGee, still 50 miles to go. Oh, well, I better get some of my gear straight. Have you seen my bear traps? Hand me my sleeping bag, Doc. I'll hit you right back. What's the matter with him? He's a little nervous. His first hunting trip, you know how it is. Oh, sure. Well, there's nothing to be ashamed of, Herb. I was the same way. Come on, get back in. You're probably tired, boy. I'll drive the rest of the way. (laughs) McGee, watch where you're driving. You're bouncing the car all over the road. Stop beefing, will you, Doc? I know what I'm doing. Well, you better go easy, Fib. This dirt road's a little rough. A lot of chuck holes. I'm watching the road. I've seen every one of them chuck holes. And you've hit every one of them, too. So far, you got a perfect score. Well, maybe you'd like to drive. Yes, I would. Well, okay, it isn't your turn. I believe you like this. Just because you once had an uncle who was a cowboy is no reason to bounce us all over the... <laughs> what was that, McGee? Sounded like something dropped out of the bottom of your car, Doc. Some road. What was that, McGee? Well, whatever it was, you didn't need it in the first place because we're still going, ain't we? Uh, anyway, this road is too narrow to turn around. It's too dark anyhow. We'll pick it up on the way back. If we ever get back. McGee, if I ever ask Hey, you fellas, to... there's the lake up ahead. We're here. Yeah, I see it, Doc. Right through them trees. Oh, look at that moonlight. I hope it's not a mirage. I wouldn't want to go through another mile of road like we just went through. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. What hokey, here we are. Yahoo! There's the cabin down on the left. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, I'd be glad to stretch. Hey, it looks like a pretty nice little cabin, fellas. Oh, it looks like the world off Astoria to me at this point. <sighs> I'm tired. And hungry. <sighs> Gee, isn't this beautiful country? Look at that lake. I'll bet that baby's loaded with ducks. Well, come on, let's get unpacked, man. Yeah. I'll take the bags and blankets in. Oh, I'm starving. Yeah, me too. Give us a hand with this gear, McGee. Okay. Herb and I'll take this stuff in and get the fire started. You get the groceries out of the trunk, will you? Okay, but be careful with the fire now that, so you know what happened the last time. Yes, I know. That's why we're making it this time. <laughs> well, I got the sleeping bags in, Doc. What's next? You can give me a hand with some of this cooking equipment. Boy, am I starved. <laughs> me too. Hey, Doc. Uh. I, I, I got a little bad news for you. I, I dropped the food. <sighs> Come on, Herb. Butterfingers is at it again. Luckily, it's mostly canned goods. All right, McGee. Where did you drop it? Well, you you remember on the way up here when, when I hit that big bump and something fell out of the car? Uh-huh. <laughs> I figure it's about a mile and a half back down the road there because... Now, now wait a minute, Doc. I, I'll go. Do, do, put the gun down. I'll go. Hey. hey Doc, Doc! Hey Doc! Hey, uh, what? Uh, what's wrong with me I'm hungry. Oh, go to sleep. Yeah, but gee, wh- go to sleep. Okay. So long, everybody.
8: Ladies, when you buy milk, remember that no other kind of milk has as many uses as carnation.
9: Carnation for cooking.
8: Carnation for coffee.
9: Carnation for baby feeding. Good, good, good for milk that's extra good. You should get the brand that's called Carnation. Rich, rich,
10: rich for milk that's creamy rich. You should get the brand that's called Carnation.
8: Carnation evaporated milk no other milk has as many uses as carnation. You can use it for most cream purposes. You can use it for all milk purposes. And either way, you'll find carnation a blessing in your kitchen. For carnation is milk that's more than double rich, concentrated by having water removed. Undiluted, carnation has the consistency of good, rich cream and is heavy enough to whip. Mixed with an equal amount of water, carnation is good, rich milk, richer than your state standard for bottled milk. And the cost is in your favor, too. Carnation costs less than half as much as cream, and a lot less than bottled milk. So why not follow this economical way to richer, more delicious foods? Keep well stocked with carnation, the milk from contented cows.
4: Some 400 miles from the city of Wistful Vista, right in the middle of the duck hunting country, is Lake Wapahokee, And here on the shore of the lake is a cabin. Inside this cabin are three mighty hunters. Three mighty disgusted hunters. Because outside the cabin, it's raining.
5: Boy, if this ain't the rottenest luck I ever saw. Drive all the way up here to hunt ducks, and I never saw it to fail. How many cards you want, Doc? Look at that rain. I'll take two cards, Herb. All the dirty, miserable breaks I ever got, this is the dirty, miserablest. How many cards do you want? Fib? Pouring down out there. Pouring down. All day long it's been pouring. McGee, are you playing poker or counting raindrops? Take it easy, fatso. I'm playing. Well, how many cards do you want? And give me time. I'm thinking. Hmm. This ain't a game of luck, you know. It's a game of skill. Let's see. I could keep these two here. Or I could throw them two away and keep these three here. Well? Give me four cards. Four. Well, you guys said last hand I couldn't have five. So let me have four. I'll keep one for good luck. Give Diamond Jim Brady four card turn. There you are, fib. Four. I'll play these. It's up to you, Doc. Oh, if you're playing those, I pass. McGee? I'll pass without looking. Look at that rain. I've got three aces. Beats me, I got three ladies. How about you, McGee? Let's see, I saved a ten. I drew a jack, queen, king, and ace. Hey, hey, that's another one of them, what you call them? Straights. What do you know about that? Of all the dumb, adult brained luck, I... <laughs> skill, dockey, my boy, skill. It ain't easy to figure what card to keep when you got five to choose from. I know. Gosh, listen to that rain. Here, we drive 400 miles up here to hunt ducks, and all we've hunted so far is pots and pans to put under the leaks in the dad-ratted roof. Listen, there's another leak. Uh, that makes nine so far. Here's a pan. How's this? I don't know, Doc. Sounds a little off key to me, doesn't it, Bib? Let's see. Me, me, me. Yeah, that's a little sharp, Dockey. Try the big pot. No, no, not the one under your belt. The one on the table there. This one? Okay, how's that? Well, that's better. Perfect B-flat. Hey, that's an idea. Music. What? I'm tired of this card game. How about a little close harmony? Close harmony? Yeah, why not? You're a tenor, you claim. Herb sings baritone, I can sing in the middle. With you in the middle, Broadbeam, the closest Herb and I can come to each other is about ten feet. (laughs) Hey, the saucepans. I know what we could sing. What? Uh, Come on over here to where all the leaks are. I'll show you. Uh, Hand me that bucket, Tim. That's it. Listen, you hear that? Yeah, but I don't see what you It's a perfect accompaniment for the anvil chorus. Huh? Listen. Dee 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 dee
7: dee dee dee
5: dee 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 dee. How's that? It's <breasts of alcohol> pretty clever, Herb. Yeah. <laughs> not a new idea, of course. Oh. When I was in vaudeville with Fred Nittany, the guy that him and me had us a vaudeville act together from Starved Rock, Illinois together. We were on the bill one time with a couple of Swiss bell ringers that they used to take glasses of water and play all kinds. Hey, of... hey, come on over here, you guys! I got some pans over here. Come on, listen to this, the Toreador song. What? <laughs> <laughs> da 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 dee da dee da de, da da de, dee de.
7: da Hey, that's <laughs> good, doc. <laughs> oh yeah.
5: Well, wait till you hear this, you guys! Ladies and gents, bringing you for the first time on this continent the one and only Fibber McGee, accompanied by three pots and a water glass in his own original rendition of Yankee Doodle. Yankee Doodle, riding on a, stuck a feather, and called it. (laughs) That's
7: good, boy.
5: Want to play another game of darts? No, not me. What time is it?
7: 1.30.
5: Too early to start dinner. Want to play some anagrams? 20 questions? Kanatza? Tennis, anyone? Is the rain letting up a little, or am I just getting used to it? It doesn't sound as bad as it did. I'll take a look. That's easing up a little. I can see the front porch. this is mighty discouraging. Darn it, I think I'll clean my gun again. I already cleaned mine four times. New gun, too.
4: I'd like to shoot it a little at this point.
5: Yeah, me too. But I'll tell you one thing. If this rain ever does let up and we get out in that duck blind, you'll really get some shooting, Herb. Boy, when I start working that duck call of mine and them ducks. Hey, how about that duck call, Fib? This stuff's all new to me, you know. How's that thing work, anyhow? Oh, don't ever ask him a thing like that, Herb. Hmm? Now you've done it. I think I'll go sit in the car if he's going to start that thing. Oh, I drowned before I went three steps. Oh, brother, we're stuck. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Doc. I didn't mean to start anything. Now, here's the picture, Herb. I and you and Doc here are sitting there in the blind sea, waiting, to see, and the ducks come over high, out of range. So you call them and we shoot them, huh? Well, good. Thanks a lot. I'll, Boy, uh... oh, it ain't that easy, Herb. As the ducks come over, I take my duck call, hold it gently to my mouth, Lip it like a saxophone player doing a solo run on Hindustan and send forth the plaintive mating call of a lady mallard, like this.
2: (coughs) Does a duck sound
5: like that? No. Just exactly. I call to the ducks. (coughs) Away up high in the sky there. They answer me. (coughs) I answer them. (coughs) And the whole flock wheels down towards the lake and answers me.
8: Oh, for the love of I answer them
5: again. (coughs) And they come a little closer and answer me. Uh, When do we start shooting? Any minute now. I answer them back again. (coughs) Hand me my shotgun, Herb. And they answer me back again. The next duck that answers, I'm going to start shooting. Stand aside, Herb. Oh, okay, Sarpus, okay. My gosh, a guy can't have any fun around you at all. It's raining Persians and pointers out there. We can't go hunting without drowning. Nobody wants to play Kanatsa. I'm tired of throwing darts, and it's too early to start dinner. My gosh, what are we going to do, you big grouch? Do we have to be doing something? Can't we just sit here? Yeah, let's just, well, just talk, huh? Talk? Yeah, this is my first hunting trip, you know.
4: I, I don't know much about it. You guys could tell me about this. Well, my gosh, I'll never
5: forget my first hunting trip, Herb. Uh-oh. It was up in the North Woods. I was tracking a moose through the snow, and I'm telling you, boy, it was cold. It was so cold, my footprints kept running ahead of me to keep warm. I realized it was pretty chilly when I seen a 60-foot pine tree slapping its limbs together to work up circulation. But I didn't really know how cold it was till I seen that wind. You know how the wind always whistles through the trees? Yeah. Well, this wind didn't whistle. It just puckered up and froze that way. It was cold, Herb. Yeah, cold. Yes, sir. Well, I kept following them moose tracks till suddenly they changed to bear tracks. The biggest grizzly bear tracks I ever saw. I kept on. Two days and two nights I trailed that bear and suddenly I seen him. He was standing on a ridge, silhouetted against the sky. He had a pack mule in his mouth and he was holding that moose under one arm. He he was big. Well, you're the biggest. It was a perfect shot. I raised my rifle chipped the ice off the trigger, took careful aim, and fired. And would you believe it? I wouldn't. That bullet came out of that hot rifle barrel, hit that change in temperature, and froze in midair, 20 feet from that grizzly. Oh. I laid my rifle down, crept up till I was under that frozen slug, whipped out my cigar lighter, and held it under the bullet. Suddenly it thawed, and there was a sharp bang and zingo. The bullet got that grizzly right through the heart. Oh, this is too much. I turned the moose loose, and the pack mule... Where'd Doc go? Out to drown himself, I think. Well, sir, that bear must have weighed a ton. Because when I put him on my back... Hey, he wait for to... me, Doc. Hmm. Yeah, probably just swell in and out, I guess. I don't know how I ever got that bear home, anyhow. Yeah, I guess I'll open some more peanut butter. Eat a little chocolate bar. <music>
4: Well, gentlemen, I think we're going to get some hunting tomorrow.
5: It's clearing up out there. Well, it's about time. My goodness. This is about what I usually expect at that. I never went duck hunting in my life that it didn't rain. I did. Camped out in a tent for three days one time and never rained a drop. Didn't, huh? Nope. Snowed all the time. Oh. So long, everybody.
2: Welcome back to yesterday, today. Uh, was <coughs> was sitting out here in the, in the marsh <coughs> duck hunting. Yeah, and
3: so far, our producer's prediction about this hunting trip having plenty of rain has held up. I'm
2: drenched. Yeah, me too. I, uh, I don't think this wet, cold air has been helping my cold like you promised. What are you talking about? You're
1: sounding better by the minute. Anyway, can one of you quit belly aching and hand me that cooler there?
3: You know, we have yet to see a single duck on this duck hunting trip.
1: And is that the end of the world? You know, there's more to hunting than just blasting away. You're not going to see a duck fly by every second. You have to learn to just enjoy being out here. Enjoy the scenery, the sounds of nature, the smell of the air, and a nice warm mill of light.
2: Enjoy the trench foot. Enjoy the pneumonia.
1: Okay, okay, keep it up. I can see you two just ain't the kind of quiet, contemplative type like myself. Some of us enjoy being out here connecting with nature. You know, I don't even need to shoot anything to have a good time hunting.
2: That's uh, the pretzel there, huh? And the warm
1: beer. Let me tell you about warm
2: beer. Hey, don't get me wrong. I'm all for communing with nature and all, but I... <laughs> I expected this to be a little more exciting, you know, to warrant me, uh, coming along in my current condition.
1: What condition? You got a case of the sniffles. Maybe a little running nose. A wheezing cough. Bags under your eyes. Bloodshot eyes, actually. Say, come to think of it, you ain't looking so
2: good. Well, glad you noticed.
3: Well, I brought some soup in this thermos. Maybe that'll help a little.
2: Yeah, thanks. I hope so. Hey, I know. Why don't
1: you play an Archibald episode? That should get us all into high spirits
2: again. No, I'm sorry. Archibald is not on the schedule. We're continuing with Fever, Miggy, and Molly. How do you get this thing open?
4: Miles Laboratories, makers of Alka-Seltzer, bring you another visit with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Again, we invite you to listen to the transcribed adventures of Fibber, McGee, and Molly. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. I don't know what time it is at your house, but it's half past four in the morning up here at Lake Wapahokee. where Mr. McGee and two of his friends are on a duck hunting trip. They're huddled around the table in their cabin right now having their breakfast.
5: More coffee, McGee? Herb? Still a couple of cups in the pot. Well, I'll take some more, Doc. Boy, I'm sleepy. How about you, Herb? Coffee? No thanks, Doc. I'm too excited. Boy, I can't wait to get down there to that lake. I, I sure hope there's lots of ducks. Yeah, we ought to get some good shooting, Herb. You just watch me, boy, and do like I do. You'll get ducks. That you-watch-me advice is very sound, Herb. In fact, don't ever take your eyes off him. be a little hard to shoot ducks that way, won't it? Well, when you're out with McGee and a loaded shotgun, there's a few little rules to remember. First of all, don't ever get in front of him. Don't, huh? No. I don't like anybody in front of me, Herb. It makes me nervous. Oh. Yes, it makes him nervous, Herb. And the first time he shoots right over your shoulder, I imagine it'll rattle your nerves a little, too. Uh, Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't actually. So remember, when we get into the duck blind, you and I stay behind him, see? Right. And when the ducks come in, watch it. Because if they sweep past us while he's shooting and he starts to pivot, don't mess around. Just fling yourself face down in the mud. Flop down in the mud? Oh, you'll get a little dirty, of course. But the dirt will come off. If you don't throw yourself flat, the top of your head will come off. Oh, look who's talking. Ha! Don't worry about me, Herb. Frankly, I'm worried about me. Well, when we get out in that blind and get loaded up, you just keep your eyes on old Scattershot there. When he gets excited, he's murder. More coffee, anyone? Oh, thanks. When Doc starts shooting, he sprays that 12-gauge around like he was watering the lawn. Ha! Well, don't worry. I'll watch both of you. Oh, but, hey, shouldn't we get started, fellas? It'll be daylight in half an hour. Yeah, come on, blabbermouth. Get moving. Okay. We want to be down at that lake and all settled in the blind before it gets light. Now put your dishes over there. We'll wash them later. Yeah, well, here's mine. Uh, I'm going to go get some more shells out of the car. <laughs> oh, boy. Where'd I put my boots? Oh, on the bed. Oh, boy, I'm stiff all over. My back aches, too. Well, there's no wonder you're stiff. Sleeping in a chair all night with a shotgun in your lap. Why didn't you go to bed? You heard them noises outside, Doc. My gosh, how you could sleep with a wild animal stalking around out there trying to figure some way to get in at us, I'll never Wild animal, huh? A pine tree creaks in the wind and he starts screaming for Clyde Beatty. Hand me my hunting vest, will you? Here, and for your big fat information, wise guy, I didn't want to say anything about this in front of Herb, see? This being his first hunting trip and everything, and I didn't want to scare him, but there was a tremendous big animal out there last night, I think it was a bear. Oh, stop it. I'm telling you, Fatso, I seen it. What? I tried to wake you up for 10 minutes, but you were making so much noise snoring, you couldn't hear it even thunder. So I finally took my shotgun and eased out the door. And out there through the trees, I seen its eyes glowing in the dark. Oh, you probably It was just... the giganticest thing I ever saw, Doc. It growled just once, like this. And I yanked the shotgun up and fired. I suppose the shot just nicked his shoulder. The pain-crazed animal charged, and you finished him off with your hunting knife. No, I missed. Now I'm beginning to believe you. You think there really was something out there, huh? What was it, a cow? A bear, probably. It took off when I shot, disappeared. So I come on back in. Oh, I don't think it. Hey, did you see any tracks outside there, Herb? McGee claims there was something outside the cabin last night. Yeah, well, he's right. I was just going to tell you. Look what I found on the road out there. You won't believe me, huh? What is it, Herb? A hunk of fur? No, broken glass. What? You must have left your car lights on last night, Doc. Some dirty vandal took a pot shot at him and smashed both headlights. What? McGee? Oh, my gosh. Well, gee whiz, how'd I I know what it was? Looked like a bear to me with them big eyes glowing. Of all this I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. Come on, Doc. Let's get down to the lake. Then ducks will start moving at daylight. Come on, Herb. Grab your gun. Quit pulling around. Watch the mud hole there, fellas. Come on. Watch the brush there, Herb. Come on. The sky's getting gray. It won't be long, huh? Gee, I hope we get some ducks. My wife will get a big kick out well, of it. Here, well, here we are, guys. Here's the blind. Hey, this is swell. Yeah, it's nice and dry. Yeah. Set the lunch down. Boy, we're right on the edge of the lake. So this is how you build a duck blind, huh? Just brush and corn stalks and... Yeah, just camouflage, that's all. Now, when the ducks come in to light on the lake, you see... Hey, I see some already, I think. Way up there. Those little specks, look. They're too high, Herb. Keep your head down, though. Don't let them see you. Got to keep ourselves hidden. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's all right. You'll learn. Where's the shells? Here, Doc. Yeah, you learn, Herb. As soon as I find my duck call here, the next flight that comes over, I'll start calling and bring them down low, see? That's swell. And when I blow it this time, Doc, don't slap me on the back and holler look at them come. I nearly swallowed the dad a thing the last time. As I recall, I didn't holler, look at them come. I hollered, which way'd they go? Uh, you scared every duck in 20 miles. Sit down, Herb. We can shoot sitting and they won't see us. Yeah, there's quite a bit of technique to this duck hunting, Herb. Anything at all you want to know, boy. Anything, you just... Ask me. Right. I usually get the ducks for all of us. Oh, is that so? Now, just a darn minute, Braggy. You seem to have forgot who it was that shot the most ducks the last trip. 12 of them. It wasn't you, Fatso. wasn't you either. It was Mort Toops. Hey, Fib, isn't that... Th- okay, so it was Mort Toops. But who was next with 10 ducks? It wasn't you. Uh, fib? Uh, 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 it wasn't fib? you either, Blabberhead. It was Fred Krupp. Hey, uh, fellas... Yeah, but then who was next, wise guy? Aha, uh-huh. come on, admit minute, Fellas, hey, hold it. Hype down, Herb. Answer me, Fatso. Who was next? Who got the most ducks after Mort and Fred Krupp? Who? Okay, it was you. Darn right it was me. And I got a picture of that duck to prove it, too. One duck. Big deal. Well, somebody ought to shoot, so here it goes.
7: Whoa! Hey! Hey! Holy shit! I got one, Doc. Fib, I got one.
5: They're gone. My gosh, Herb, why didn't you warn us they were coming over? I'd have got four or five of them. I tried to, but you guys wouldn't shut up long enough. That's a good shot, Herb. How do you like that guy? His first time out, and he gets himself... Hey, watch it. Here comes some more. To the left. Low. Shoot, fellas. Ah! (laughs) The old eye doctor got a pair. Good shooting, Doc. I got another one. Hey, why didn't you shoot, McGee? It was an easy shot. If you will kindly remove your big fat carcass off of the box of shells, Butterbag, I'll load my shotgun. All the stupid places to set a tub of lard right on. <laughs> Don't shoot too fast, fellas. Look at them come. I got one. I got one. Missed. I think you're leading them too far. I think you're shooting behind them. Sights must be crooked. Oh, you'll get some ducks. Look, way down the lake. Here comes another flight. Oh, there must be a million of them. They're heading right this way. Now, keep your head down. We won't shoot this time. You take them, Sonny. You'll murder them. Oh, gee, thanks, Doc. Boy, I'll let him get so close I can't miss him. Hey, they're turning away. They went off. Something scared them. Howdy, gents. Good morning. Howdy. Oh, oh for the... Who the heck are you, bud? Come busting in here, scaring away the ducks. We're trying to hunt here.
8: Well, now, I didn't figure you were fishing, young fella.
5: My name's Cloppinger,
8: special county game warden for this lake only. I have to see your hunting license. Hmm. Oh, well, fortunately... If you've got licenses, and if you ain't, I'll have to haul you up in front of Justice Peterson. Have to confiscate your ducks, too. I hope you got some mallard hens. They're my favorite.
5: Nice. Here's that... my license, Warden, right here. Yeah. Here's mine, Warden. And here's mine, bud. Huh. Brand new one, huh? Well, shucks. Can't win every time, I guess. No. Now, if you don't mind, you're scaring the ducks away standing here gabbing. And... caught a fella hunting without a license last week, though. Four ducks he had. Canvas backs. My wife stuffed them
8: with sage dressing. Like a turkey. Sounds fine. Now, if you Had Judge don't... Peterson over for dinner. Got a mighty fine tooth for roast duck the judge has. Yeah? Only fella I know that can bite into a roast duck and tell you if it's canvas, back, or a sprig. Claims the sprig are a little gameier, the judge claims.
5: Hey, look, would you get your head down, Warden? There's another flock of ducks coming this way. And... Hey, look at them come. Stay down, fellas. Quiet. Well, I got to get along. Left the judge back there. Hey, judge,
11: see where we are. We got licenses. We'll try the other side
7: of the lake, judge.
5: Gone Fantastic. a mile
7: high. Oh, this is ridiculous!
5: Ah, <music> oh, boy, I knew I'd get the range on them ducks if I stayed with it long enough. Look at that! Uh, we really scored this time, didn't we? Ah, gee, I've had a wonderful time. Been a great trip. Sure, be glad to see Molly tomorrow, though. <sighs> yeah, hey, we better get an early start. No headlights, you know. <sighs> yeah. Good night. Good night. Good
12: night, fellas. Here's sensational news for shavers. A terrific money saving offer on Colgate Shave Cream and Ever Sharp Chic Injector Razor. Listen, for only eighty nine cents, Colgate offers you 1 a genuine ever sharp injector razor whose retail value alone is $1 2 an injector with 10 blades and 3 a large size tube of colgate shave cream either colgate brushless or colgate lather and you get all this for only 89 cents right man here's your chance to get the ideal shaving combination at tremendous savings imagine only 89 cents buys you a genuine ever sharp injector razor the world's only razor that changes blades automatically. As Bill said, its retail value alone is $1. You also get an injector with 10 super-keen, super-smooth, ever-sharp, chic blades. Retail value, 49 cents. And to top it all, there's a large-sized tube of Colgate Shave Cream. Take your choice, Colgate Brushless or Colgate Lather. In one combination package, you get everything you need for swift, smooth, comfortable shaves. And it costs you only 89 cents. Yes, sir. Colgate offers this outstanding bargain to prove that no cream tops Colgate Brushless or Colgate Lather for shaves that are slick, sweet, and free of razor scrape. Whether you prefer a brush and you try Colgate Rapid Shave Cream or you choose the convenience of Colgate Brushless, you'll find this. Because they're light and finer textured, Colgate Shave Creams completely surround, soften, and support each bristle better than greasy, heavy creams. Your razor doesn't skid or slip. But when you use Colgate Brushless, it cuts through clean and smooth. Try it tonight.
4: Miles Laboratories, makers of Alka-Seltzer, bring you another visit with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Again, we invite you to listen to the transcribed adventures of Fibber, McGee, and Molly. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. Our story will be underway in just a minute.
9: This is Eleanor Engel. I wonder, do you find that some days it's harder to keep on the job than other days? Well, if it's a headache or some other kind of ache or pain that makes the difference, that's the time you will be glad to have Alka-Seltzer handy. Wherever you do your work, keep Alka-Seltzer there and use it when you need prompt, effective relief for a headache, say, or aching muscles or the pain of neuralgia a glass of sparkling, speedy Alka-Seltzer can make you feel better quickly. Because this pain reliever is already in solution when you take it, ready to act on your pain right away. So let Alka-Seltzer help you when aches and pains come along to spoil your activities. Until you try it, you'll never know how really effective Alka-Seltzer is for relieving a headache or aching muscles. So do try it. Get Alka-Seltzer at any drugstore and keep it handy
4: ever wonder what a wife does when a husband is away on a hunting trip well here's a mrs mcgee whose husband is due back from duck hunting this afternoon she's downtown with a couple of pals at the bon tea room right now just having herself a time
6: Oh, I hope they have a table for us soon, girls. My feet are killing me. Oh, mine too, Molly.
10: Those shopping trips just wear me out. We must have walked six miles today. Oh, at least. I wish those people over there had finished their coffee so we could sit down. I'm starving.
6: Jenny's <laughs> always hungry. Let's stare at them. Maybe they'll get up and leave. I don't think that'll do any good. The little tubby one is telling about her operation. You know how forever those stories take.
10: Oh, if there's anything I hate, it's gabby women. So do I. Just imagine telling people about your operation in a public restaurant.
6: Well, some people have so little in their lives to talk about. It must be her appendix. She keeps pointing to her right side with the salad board. Appendix?
10: Is that all? She should have gone through what I went through with those impacted tonsils of mine. Impacted tonsils? I never heard of such a thing. Oh, well... If it was anything like that broken ankle of mine, I can imagine. Oh,
6: dear, here we go.
10: Dr. Gamble said he'd never seen anything like it. Broken in two places. The pain was just murder. Had to take three shots. Well, I couldn't walk at all. Well, at least you could sit down. After those shots I took, Come I...
6: on, girls, there's the table. Where?
10: I see it. Hurry, that woman's after you oh, we'll that, have that to little go. snip who kept giving us the elbow in the bargain basement.
6: Heavenly uh, Days, not her again.
10: Quick, Mabel, shove in front of her. Block yeah. her off. I'll run, put our packages on the chairs. Now, uh,
6: now, please, we've this been is... waiting. I'll take take That was a wonderful lunch uh, grand <laughs> As one turkey said to the other on Thanksgiving Day I don't know about you kids, but I'm stuffed
10: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? Oh, that's cute, <laughs> Ma.
6: Wasn't oh. it, Jenny? I must remember that, that is cute yeah. Oh, you got such a sense of humor, Molly <laughs> Well, McGee does that to me He really thinks them up Got a wonderful sense of humor, McGee has Hmm. He and the boys get home this afternoon, you know, girls I'll be so glad to see him. Things aren't the same when he's not home. Oh, I
10: know what you mean, all right. Say, May, how come your Mort didn't go this time? Well, he wanted to, but he couldn't find his shotgun. Oh, was he mad. Tore the whole house upside down. Oh, that's too bad. Well, I'm kind of glad he didn't find it. Every time he comes back from one of those hunting trips, all he talks about is ducks, ducks, ducks. I'll be so glad to see my little man again. If he'd just come home and give me the ducks and say, Hello, May, what's new? I wouldn't have to hide his shotgun every season. But no. You should have seen me knock him down, he says. Got one with every shell. Bam, bam, bam. All day long. Bam, bam, bam. Ah, It's a wonder I don't wind up shell-shocked. <laughs> ah, I guess you're in for the same thing today, Molly. I don't care if he talks his little head off. He will, too.
6: Call the girl and let's get our check. I'd better hurry on home. My boy will be there anyway.
7: Flowers on
6: the end table. My hair is fixed nice. 4 4.30. They ought to be here by now unless they had a flat or something. Oh, there they are. Look at the whiskers on him. (laughs) He looks just... Hey, Molly. Oh, hi. Hello, dearie. I'm so glad to see you.
5: (sighs) Hi, Tootsie. I missed you.
6: You missed me that time too, sweetheart. Take another run at it.
5: Huh? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) There. That's better.
6: Where's Herb and Dr. Gamble?
5: Out in the car helping me unload the rest of my stuff. Oh, boy, you should have been there to watch me knock down them ducks, kiddo. Bam, bam, bam. It was just raining ducks. You see this one here? Yeah, I got him with the first shot. Wham! Just like that. Then these
6: others came over. Bam, bam, bam. Looks like Mabel was right. Huh? Mabel was right about what? Hmm? Oh, she said you were a wonderful shot.
5: Oh. Well, Mort probably told her about shot.
6: Hey, Magambo,
5: where do you want me to put the rest of your hunting equipment? Dump it right there, fatso. With pleasure.
6: Ah, uh, welcome home, doctor. You have fun?
5: Oh, just great, Molly. Very therapeutic getting outdoors like that. Mm. I'd like to tell you all about it, but Herb's out there anxious to get home.
6: Well, I must say I've never seen so many ducks.
5: Oh, yeah. McGee wanted to show them to you. Let's split them up now, Sonny.
6: Split them up?
5: Uh, yeah, yeah, these ducks aren't all mine, of
6: course. Oh.
5: Legal limits, you know. Some of these are ducks and some are Herb's.
6: Oh, I see.
5: Yeah, I got them all marked here. Let me see. Oh, this one's mine. These three are Herb's. That one's mine. Those are herbs. That one's herbs. These are mine. That's your duck there, McGee. The rest are herbs.
6: Heavenly days. He's a nice, big, fat one. Yeah.
5: He's okay. But wait till the next time. I'm getting me a new shotgun next year, (laughs) and then you'll really see something. (laughs) Bam, bam, bam. It's going to be raining ducks out there in (laughs) Wappaparte.
4: In a moment, we'll return to Fibber McGee and
9: Molly. Mother, are you missing out on much of the fun in life? Fun is good for you, you know. It helps you forget about today's problems and prepare for tomorrow's. But,
8: Eleanor, people don't always feel up to having fun. And frequently, it's a headache or an upset stomach that keeps them from enjoying fun.
9: Yes, and that's when Alka-Seltzer can be a real friend to help you feel good so you can enjoy your fun. Alka-Seltzer becomes a relief-giving liquid that's better, Because of action in the glass.
8: Yes, action in the glass changes Alka-Seltzer tablets into a liquid. This is the form your system can use most easily and naturally for relief.
9: Action in the glass supercharges Alka-Seltzer with lively bubbles. And this soothing liquid speeds relief.
8: Action in the glass makes Alka-Seltzer easy to absorb immediately. You'll like Alka-Seltzer for refreshing relief.
9: Try it. All drugstores sell it. Alka-Seltzer, the medicine that's so refreshing.
6: I'm so glad to have you home, dearie Here, let me help you carry those coats and things upstairs
5: Swell First thing I need is a good hot shower
6: And a shave, too (laughs) You could strike matches on your chin
5: None of us shaved since we left home Gave our faces a rest Boy, did we have fun,
6: Molly I'll unpack your duffel bag and hang your things up. I want to hear all about the trip. Must have been wonderful. Oh, boy, I never saw so many ducks. The first day up there, it rained. Go ahead and take your shower, dearie. I can hear you out here. I'll be putting your clothes away.
5: Okay. Can you hear me from in here?
6: Fine. There's clean socks and underwear in the bathroom there. Just put the things you take off in the incinerator. Huh? Put them where? Oh, I meant the hamper, the laundry hamper. Okay.
5: Okay. Can you still hear me, all right, if I
6: holler? Just fine, sweetheart. Take your shower.
5: I want to fill you in on all the details while they're still fresh in my mind.
6: Good. Love to hear
5: it. Well, we left here Friday morning, you know, and we got up to Lake Wapahoke about 9 o'clock that night. First thing that happened, Doc and Herb had packed the car so careless that the
6: groceries fell out on the way. Oh, my. Some husbands sing in the shower, but my little man just talks.
5: Well, sir, luckily, it was only about a mile back down the road, so I offered to go get him. see?
6: Groceries, that reminds me. Our own groceries haven't come yet. Himself will be starved to death when he gets out of that shower. I'm going downstairs, dearie. I'll be right back. What'd you say? I said I'll be right back.
5: No, I can wash my own back. Thanks. Well, like I say, the cabin was pretty dirty, and we had to sweep up and fix our dinner and everything. And then we hit the hay. Well, when we got up the next morning, it was pouring rain.
6: I'd better phone the grocery store if that order isn't here yet, because... Grocery boy! Hey,
5: daughter, groceries!
6: Well, that's mighty fine timing. Hello, Mr. Old Hi, daughter. I'll put the stuff there over in the sink there. Where's Johnny? He's upstairs. Got home about a half an hour ago. You get any ducks? Any ducks, ducks? Yes, yes.
11: Because if he don't know what to do with them, daughter, I'll take a couple of them off his hands. Well, now, he only got... I got the greatest recipe for roast duck you ever seen, daughter. Old family recipe. Roast duck a la grandma.
6: Grandma, huh?
11: Yep. Recipe's been in the family for years. Grandma invented it. It was handed down from mother to daughter, daughter to son, son to brother, <laughs> brother to aunt, aunt to daughter, daughter to mother, <laughs> and mother handed it back to Grandma, who was so sick of the whole thing by that time that she tore it up. <laughs> well,
6: well, McGee only got one, duck, so I guess we'll First have... First
11: boy, to... daughter, sleeping?
6: No, no, he's taking a shower right now, Mr. Oldtimer. He'll be done.
11: Well, I'll run up and say hello. <laughs> I'll tell him we missed him anyhow.
6: I'll go with you. I'm unpacking his duffel bag while he gets cleaned up. He needed to shave pretty badly, and... Listen, he's still telling me about his trip.
5: So there we were, sitting in the blind, and the ducks started coming
6: over. Hi, Johnny! Welcome home! What'd you say? I says, hi! Yeah, they were high,
5: all right. About a mile and a half. I started calling them in with my duck call, you
11: see? You had some good shooting, did you? Hey, are
5: you catching
11: cold, kiddo? No, I feel fine.
5: Sounds kind of hoarse. Why
11: I
6: sound hoarse to you, daughter? No, you sound about as usual. Be you sure your throat don't hurt, Molly?
11: Talking to you this time,
6: daughter. What'd you say, dearie? I said, you sound funny. Does your throat hurt? <laughs> now the old timer's out here. Well, you better spread. Spread? Hey,
11: I'll come back to talk to him later, daughter, when he ain't got his ears full of soap.
6: <laughs> so Goodbye. Hey, You'd better stop yelling now, McGee. You'll strain your voice. <sighs> Boy, that shower was good. You okay, kittle? I'm fine. Tell me more about your trip. I couldn't hear too well with the shower running.
5: Oh. Well, I better start all over. Sit down. You see, we left here on Friday morning,
7: and we got up there about nine...
4: Your friends have more to say to you presently.
9: I wonder if you realize that a vitamin shortage is one of the common causes of loss of pep and energy. It can make you feel and look below par. Now, of course, you can't always be sure your meals give you enough of these essential food elements. But you can be sure if you supplement your meals with one-a-day brand multiple vitamin tablets. They supply all the vitamins anyone normally needs to take in one small, easily swallowed tablet. And you can get this protection with one-a-day brand multiple vitamins for less than three cents a tablet. Remember, too, they contain vitamin B12. Tell your druggist you want one-a-day brand multiple vitamin tablets.
5: And we put the ducks in the car and headed for home. And that's the story of my duck hunting trip.
6: (sighs) I'll go on up to bed, dearie. Lock up.
5: Okay. Good night. So long, everybody.
4: Fibber, McGee, and Molly Transcribed is brought to you Mondays through Fridays at this time by Miles Laboratories, makers of (laughs) Alka-Seltzer. The Old Timer is played by Bill Thompson and Dr. Gamble by Arthur Q. Bryan. Mary Jane Croft plays Mabel Toops and Paula Winslow, Ginny. Well, we got them home, didn't we? But we're not quite through with this duck hunting adventure. There are amusing post-mortems tomorrow that you shouldn't miss. This is John Wald reminding you to make a note of it right now. See you then.
8: Today, listen to The Woman in My House on most NBC radio stations.
3: Welcome back to Yesterday Today. We're wrapping up our hunting themed episode as we also wrap up our own hunting excursion.
2: Yep, and it hasn't exactly been the most eventful hunting trip of all time.
1: Hey, what are you talking about? We saw
3: a duck earlier, didn't we? That was a chicken that escaped from the farm down the road.
1: Duck, chicken, poultry's poultry, right? Yeah.
2: Well, I for one am <laughs> I'm ready to get home and go to bed. Maybe sit in front of a fireplace for a while, I don't know. Hey wait a second, a game warden is walking over here. The game warden? Well he came out of nowhere. The game wardens always do. Howdy folks. Hey. How are y'all doing?
3: Just a little wet, but other than that, fine. <laughs> well this weather is pretty typical for this late in the season. Say, can I ask what y'all are doing out here? Oh,
2: we're just on a little hunting trip. Hunting trip? Hunting for what? Oh, duck hunting, to be specific. Hunting for ducks? Here?
3: That might be hard to do. There ain't any ducks around here. What? Yeah, this pond you guys are at isn't deep enough for ducks to come by much. Only a couple of inches deep, really. Barely more than a puddle. Matter of fact, it usually dries up in the summer. There's no ducks here? Well, I mean, occasionally you might see one wander over here, but they usually spend all their time at the bigger lake down the road. That's where you go to do some real duck hunting. Oh, gosh. Well, thanks for telling us.
1: We'll have to keep that in mind for the next time.
3: Yep. Well, good talking to you, folks. See you around. I thought you were pretty experienced at hunting around here. You said this was your best duck hunting spot. Oh, it is.
2: We were assuming you'd gotten ducks here before and that you were gonna score again today, but but there's no ducks here? At all? Exactly.
1: Who wants to go where all the ducks are and have to deal with other hunts crowding around the water and blasting off shotguns all day? Instead I come here, enjoy some peace and quiet in nature, while drinking
2: some tepid beer and eating some pretzels. So you never really planned on bagging any ducks, did you?
1: I thought I made that
2: obvious. I mean, it is occurring to me just now that you didn't bring any sort of gun. Oh, did I
1: forget that again? I swear I forget to bring a gun every hunting trip.
3: Well, let's get that old station wagon loaded up, shall we? If you want more yesterday today, you can visit KISU.org or wherever you get your marshy,
0: wet, cold podcasts. Tonight I heard the wild goose cry winging north in the lonely sky I tried to sleep but it won no use cuz I am a brother to the old wild goose true to me she thinks she loves me the more fool she she's gotta learn that it ain't no use to love the brother of the old wild goose heaven is warm and the snow is deep And I've got a woman who lies asleep When she wakes at tomorrow's dawn She'll find poor critter that a man is gone ah! My heart knows what the wild goose knows And I must go where the wild goose goes Wild goose, brother goose, which is best A wandering for or heart at rest Let me fly, let me fly, let me fly away Is coming and the ice will break and I can linger for a woman's sake she'll see a shadow pass overhead she'll find a feather beside my bed